internet, we in the market right now for like a gangsta pet. My name is Matthew Kroll. And I'm Shahir Dowd. Weirdness to my turdness. And this <laughs> is the only podcast about movies. And we have a special guest today, Shahir. Oh, we do. Wait, where is she? Oh, I right see Right here, <laughs> right meow. I would like to introduce today's guest with us is producer, writer, host, comedian, and most importantly, the biggest cat lover I know. Show me your kitty's own Chelsea White. Chelsea! Yay, hi, guys! What's Welcome. Up? Oh my God, I'm so delighted to be here right now. Can yeah, oh my yep. God. <laughs> and we, we had to bring you in because this is the only podcast about the film Keanu. Yes. Cat-related movie this week. That, yes. It, 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 the only, I would dare I say, not only the only podcast, but the only major motion picture released based off a of feline. Oh yeah, I mean, finally, <laughs> a feline in a leading role. Like so no, yes. how fucking long, can I swear? And yeah, oh okay. yes, absolutely. How Fucking long did it take Don't to you get a the movie? Do you guys, cat in a leading role? Do you remember the movie Sleepwalkers? No. No. Horror movie Stephen King with like a starring cat. a cat. Yeah. Well, in the lead, and role, it's a horror. Yeah, movie. Wasn't that more of a supporting role? She <laughs> No, the cat is. Well, they turn into cats. They're cat oh. people. What? They're were cats. Were cats. How have I never been aware? It's got of the this weirdest movie. sick scene between two cat people I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. Also wow. the Lion King. Moving on. Um, <laughs> and Chelsea, as mentioned, you do a wonderful show on the interwebs called Show Me Your Kitty. Tell me, well, for the people that don't know, because I fucking know, tell me, <laughs> you're on it. tell me, I was, tell me what Show Me Your Kitty is. Show Me Your Kitty is a show w in which I invite my friends and other esteemed members of the community to <laughs> show me their kitty. The cat community? A and what I chat with the human with with and about their kitty who is there as well who is there as well exactly so it's like show and tell with your kitty it's very fun and we play a little game sometimes with the human sometimes with the cat sometimes at the same time the cat can show off like skills right <laughs> zoe your zoe, kitty showed yep. off her parkour skills parkour yeah she's very good at yep. it check that think, out what do you think keanu's skills were as a kitty oh definitely um wearing a do-rag oh. yeah and, um, you know, doing an impersonation of uh, Jack Nicholson was pretty good. Yeah. The little thing in the door. Oh, photos were adorable. But yeah, check that out, guys. If you, hell, if you don't love cats, check it out. But if you love cats, check it out a lot. Right meow. <laughs> right meow. Uh, Chelsea, do you listen to us? I do listen on occasion. I did listen to <laughs> some prior to coming on, I was trying to do research, oh but also when I was listening, it was like I was in bed, like already wine drunk and like trying to listen as I was falling off to sleep. Were we so in bed I with can't you, necessarily basically? say that I can like quote anything. <laughs> basically, I slept with you guys. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We, had How a, were we? we had a threesome. Which <laughs> In your ears. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we hope from all of our listeners, actually. Yeah. It's pretty much a threesome um, in your ears. I was like, I should probably that listen should to be, something. That's <laughs> the pitch for our show. We're a threesome We're a threesome your for your ears. But, uh, <laughs> 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 Oh, Actually, it's more of a foursome because you brought uh, your friend Francis Ford Coppola wine. I always bring some wine. It's so me. good, and it's I thought this was so deal. appropriate. Francis Ford Coppola wine. Yes, yes. I thought uh, it's. I was saying before we started, <laughs> this is my go-to wine to bring to like a gathering because it feels festive because it comes with like a little gold. Uh, I don't know what you call it. It's like, like a, a wire netting wire yes. mesh, and it's like a nineteen ninety, like a twenty-dollar price point. I like so it. So you only brought it for spot. the mission. It's very smooth. I brought it because I wanted to drink it and pretend <laughs> as I was bringing it for the group. Yes. Right, but right. also you guys aren't drinking it with me, so it's... I will. I'm drinking okay. tea because right now I need to get my voice back. But the second it is, oh boy. Oh, oh boy. boy. It's up. 
Um, so Chelsea, you probably know that uh, uh, I'm slightly more on the obnoxious film art house kind of side, whereas Matt is more on the modern blockbuster action movie kind of side. I'd like got to point it. out how I've, how I've trained him to say he's obnoxious. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> how many times did you have to tell him? Oh, a lot. A lot, yeah. My film school credentials weren't a big deal. Uh, no, all, no, but all. they are now. They're they a real big deal. <laughs> yeah. So we're kind of wondering, since we've had a threesome now, which yes. which side do you kind of lean on film-wise? Even... What's your, what's your you know, what, what kind of film goer are you? Okay, so first of all, I am not a snob of any aspect of culture. I really <laughs> hate when people try to shame people, preference shame. <laughs> I'm big into just pop culture in general. Mm-hmm. So I guess I would in that regard lean more towards Matt as like a blockbuster. All right. I'm and just making some notes right I'm now. I'm just Thank you not like a snob <laughs> in any capacity except maybe like, what am I even a snob about? I don't think anything. I like... um I don't discriminate against movies or any form of entertainment. Well, I like shitty, pod- weird TV and I like the Kardashians. And then I like, you know, reading about string theory and whatnot. I'm all over the map. Cheese strings? No, yeah. no, stop it. Okay. Stop it right stop now. Stop the cosmos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Chelsea, uh, what, what would be, I hate saying like, what's your favorite movie, but like one of your top five. I, okay. Well, what's um, a movie you would watch mo- any drop of a hat? Movies that like, when Facebook first came out and people cared about like filling in the things oh, about yeah. like interests, yeah, yeah, yeah. movies that were in there were, um, I'm obsessed with the Scream movies. I'm obsessed okay. with the Scream franchise. Back to the Future. Awesome. Uh, Independence Day. <laughs> oh, so you must be real excited. <laughs> for a sequel? For yeah. so I love Jeff Goldblum. I want to marry him. I was devastated to find out that recently he married some like 21 year old chick. I'm like, I could have been that. I could have been a contender. Um, And then I love, I mean like Billy Madison, like all the Adam Sandler movies, I always like Mean Girls. I like. Yep, Mean Girls is great. What Mm -hmm. else can I quote? What else is, I feel like I'm leaving out something very important. Oh, What Hot American Summer. Yes. Like Bible. Yes. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's what comes to mind. New series coming. Uh, No, Uh, movie. From Netflix. Is yeah, it, yeah. Is this so, true? Yeah. I just like caught wind of it, but I didn't it's fully the t- research. The ten year reunion that they talk about with the trapper oh keeper full of appointments. God, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be good. Uh, yeah. Well, all right, so we'll I'm look all forward. over the map, but I guess nothing on there was like artsy fartsy. No, so. last year at Mary in bed or anything like no, that. That's me no, being snobbish pretty, right now. I'm, I'm gonna try to straightforward. No, mainstream. <laughs> Shakir, keep doing it. Okay. <laughs> well, just uh, if this is again, if this is your first time listening in, you can reach us at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at onlymoviepod. We've recently been more active on our Facebook page, putting up polls and things like that. So uh, mm. hit us up on Facebook as well. Um, and this week, are we going to read out an iTunes review? We do actually have a iTunes review of the five star variety, which I always always enjoy. Hey Matt, uh, yes. they're all five star reviews. <laughs> and don't next thing you're going to say that the person I'm going to read from is someone who's actually been on the show. Hey Matt, Ivan Kand has been on the show. God damn it! Uh, no, he gave us a nice five star review saying we were a solid movie podcast uh, and the only one. And uh, he basically tells us that it, you know we break down movies at a structural level uh, creatively. Uh, yada yada yada, and oh, Matt has a godlike radio voice. That's not why I picked this one. Oh, Thanks, on. Ivan. We got to get him back on, and not just because he was so complimentary. Because I, he deserves a better film than episode three. three. I think that's what we get of them. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. So okay. thank you, Ivan. And yeah, guys, please rate us on iTunes again, one to five stars. Uh, just anything, and however you feel. <laughs> Do it. Um, Constructive I, criticism. Yes. Because it rates so that people can find you more easily. Yes. Like the more yeah. reviews you get. So exactly. Yeah. Rate them, guys. So, Keanu. Keanu! Are you guys uh, fans of Key and Peele? 
I love Cam Peel. Yes. Yeah. I love it's Cam hard. Peel. I, I think it's it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Who isn't a fan Who of Cam Peel? Who would say that I don't they think I've ever met Cam Peel? Yeah, like that. No, no, they're not really for me. Yeah, no, they're pretty much universally great, right? Like everyone loves them. 100%. I got to say, well, unless, I don't know, maybe this was sort of one of their first things, but I wasn't really introduced to them until I think probably in a way that maybe a lot of people were when they're like, NFL like sports oh, thing, like, sports names went viral. Yeah, with yeah, the sports yeah. Names. Oddly, yeah. no, I didn't. I I don't. I wasn't introduced them through that either. Really? I don't. I don't know that stuff at all. Ugh, I know the I, show, and I've watched the show a lot. And I walk around saying, "Well, that was on, to, that was on the show. That was on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. but then I, it like went viral. But that wasn't the one you had seen. No, the one, the thing <laughs> I had saw is like substitute teacher. Right. Oh, you know, that's a good one too. You want to go to Warbalake? I would walk around saying that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Every day for no reason. That's a good one too. <laughs> they were this, and what they were three seasons, right? They had three, I believe so, yeah, three yeah. or four. So yeah. that was just one of those shows like you knew you could just turn on and it would be great. Like, I, I don't think I ever turned it on. It was like, oh, this one wasn't really that funny. Like, I just had yeah. they were they were a staple when I was like, I need something that I, a am not expecting and B, I know is good. Right. I'm 50 50. On really? That. I, I would say they there There's definitely hit or miss. But the pro, but the thing was, was that when they hit. They really knocked it sure. out of the park. You know, sure. like Substitute Teacher, I think, is one of the best sketches ever written. And and something that I find interesting about just, I mean, them, but also when you review a comedy film in general, mm. I feel like I want to say this up front. It's really hard to do. It's I think comedy is the hardest thing to actually critically review because what oh. are we reviewing? Right. Are we reviewing the technical acumen of the film and how it was actually created, what we actually saw, how it made us felt, how much we laughed, how much the story was crafted versus, yeah. you know, what are these weights and balances? What matters? Yeah. And it comes down to obviously personal opinion, which we will get into in a little bit. <laughs> no doubt. But I just, I always find it funny because even when I was writing notes for this, I was being very critical and you'll hear my criticisms later, but I was like, but I was laughing. Yeah. Right, so like, right, yeah. at what point do you not break down things more? Like, when yeah. do you stop? Yeah. Um, because this movie, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll just start because I'm rambling, Go. but like this movie overall, before we get into, you know, plot breakdown and spoilers, I really enjoyed, though, uh, if I had to pick one sort of criticism about it, I felt like it ran too long and not necessarily even from a, and this is going to be weird, but from a length perspective, but I feel like just scenes just kept going. And a lot of times you can find a lot of comedy with that. A lot right. of their sketches is them just sort of beating the horse until it's funny again. Sure. And that, when it works, is more some of my favorite laughing time Agreed. yeah but uh when and in this in this film in particular when they spoke to one another and had those moments when it was just them going back and forth and riffing like that worked for me every time right. but scenes that didn't always have them in it when they went on too long i felt weird about and that sort of threw me pacing wise off and then that's what got me started more on the technical right aspect. yeah but overall i liked it yeah sure oh Overall, I liked it. Yeah, what, do we do like an overall? Sure. I don't want to skip ahead. No, you no, can do overalls. Nuts. Go nuts. Where, you're the guest. Yeah. I do. <laughs> How do you want to do it? I yeah. don't want to take control, but right. I'm, gonna, I'm going to. No, I really was entertained overall, but I agree. I thought that there were some, I, I, for how much I love Kim Peel and how much, like you said, <laughs> Matt, like, it seems like they never disappoint. I was not laughing as hard as I thought I would at the scenes that the cat was not there. Yeah. And overall, <laughs> overall, I just wanted more cat. Yeah, okay. I that, mean, I wanted sense. more cat. And then if though I could accept that there wasn't, you knew, you knew that Keanu wasn't going to be in all the time because obviously that was the plot was right. that they were trying to find Keanu. But then I thought the times when Keanu was not present being it, which I mean, like I wasn't even like listening, like, you know, I'm like, I don't know what happened to those scenes. I was yeah. just like, ah, <laughs> kitty. But then when the cat wasn't there, I didn't think 
that the like gimmicks in the scenes were like particularly funny. I thought it was far from their best work. Like I can't even think of anything I wanted to quote afterwards, anything right. that we were revisiting, anything that we were like, oh my God. And then that time or like when they said this, you yeah. know, like as opposed to like talking about what's one of the names, Mouse Cop <laughs> right. or whatever, like one of the NFL <laughs> names are that like I would say yeah. you, every you, single day of my life. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree with both everything you said. And I got, I, I just want to like read the plot summary because I don't think we actually gone over it, but not because nope. I, I don't think it's important that much. I think if you've seen <laughs> the poster, you've probably got everything you need from the sure. plot. But friends hatch a plot to retrieve a stolen kitty by posing <laughs> as drug dealers for a street gang. Now, the reason I wanted to read that out is that sounds like a comedy sketch, and that's what the movie is. Right. It, it feels like this is one of the sketches that they had written that maybe didn't make it onto the show that got extended into a movie. Sure. But my other theory Good is, point. is that, is that, you know, like it, it, it did come as a surprise when they decided to, to kill the show off after three seasons. It was a very successful show. Yeah. Um, and it was doing gang, you know, like every, every clip they put on YouTube would get like 10, 20 million yeah. hits. Yeah. So it was kind of like, whoa, whoa. Well, they, they left, right? Comedy Central did not no, bring no, it back. They, they, just, they decided they, they, said they, they walked done. away. Yeah. And here's yeah. the, and, but here's the thing, my thinking about it, which is that, this is a strange concept for a film by these two guys, given that they have so much expectation, you know, like they've done so well online, they've done so well on TV, mm. like now they're going to jump into feature films. I was In my brain, I was kind of like, oh God, they must have a killer idea for a film. Yeah. And then they came out with this trailer, which is like, it's about these two guys and this cat, you know, who love this cat and they're trying to get it back and they get embroiled in this drug dealing scheme. And in my brain, I was like, oh, well, I wonder what they got up their sleeve because that's kind of, it's kind of a goofy plot. And then when you saw the trailer, it, it showed like, the big guns, explosions, drug deals, you know, Louis Guzman's in it later on in the yeah. film. So it's kind of like, okay, maybe they got something going here where they've got like an idea to take a sketch and make it really big. But it, and so to continue on the thought about like well, my thoughts on the film was that it, it felt like to me what had happened was, was that they quit. What the had happened? Yeah, what that, happened? That they quit the show and they were like, okay, we got to make a feature film. What's it going to be? Instead of, we've got this killer idea for a feature film and that's why we're uh, quitting the show, you know? And, 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 and I think the thing that you guys are talking about is that, yeah, I didn't laugh that much. And, and I didn't find it, you know, like I think they're endearing both those two guys when they're on the screen by themselves, right. they're fun. But also a lot of the comedy was kind of like playing off their greatest hits. You know, like we had like, um, the uh, the two the two bellboys who are like oh we, that Liam Neeson's movie was amazing you know and it was a substitute it was the, the movie was substitute teacher yeah there was a lot and, there was a lot of uh well you know fan service yeah which and, I never have a problem with but and uh, there. I think Jordan Peele who plays the who can play the slightly more effeminate version of those two guys you know like being in love with George Michael um you know and, and trying to like prove to gangsters that George Michael is is real gangster. You know that that's kind of funny but it's in the movie for like 40 minutes. You know and it's like at 40 minutes it doesn't play and you're sort of like what is it where is this going? So the to me the way I would describe this film is kind of kind of in the same way I would describe Deadpool which is that careful I I, <laughs> I I think Deadpool is cool. I don't think it's a very good movie. I think Key and Peele are cool. 
I don't think this is a very good movie. Two things. I'll touch on that. And I also have a secondary oh, theory about oh. how the this- God actually, has you're, 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 I know. You're, you're getting in the middle of this. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> no, I, before we get onto the, the Deadpool analogy, let's go back to what you said about how this movie got made. Like you thought maybe they had a that, great and idea. And that's pure I, speculation. I, I know. Here's my speculation. Here's my <laughs> counter argument. Not even argument. I just think it's another thing that could happen. I think this is basically the studio safe movie before they're vetted enough in the system or whatever. Like, yeah, you guys are huge on the internet and TV. Make, make like, they probably had a crazy script to go forward and they were like, eh, back it up. Yeah. And then they sort of pared it down to this, like, because if you take, if you take, this could be any comedy action movie about trying to retrieve a thing or yeah. a person. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's the hangover is sort of, it, with that, right. it's not, they're yeah, not like weird pretending. It's the cat right. is not like a big factor. No, no, the movie. cat is the prize. But it's not, but you know, like there's like 40, 50 minutes where the cat isn't even in I the know, movie but that's, and it's not part of the story. Which right. is fine, but like it's, what I'm saying is it's a very generic yeah. action movie like let's be cops i don't know if you guys saw yeah, that yeah, and i like let's be cops but it was basically like oh let's take two of the guys from new girl and put them in this thing where they accidentally are mistaken for cops and they get addicted to pretending to be cops and they're actually helping people then they get tied up in this whole thing and then blah yeah. blah, blah this right. is oh these guys are trying to get their kitten back they're gonna have to pretend to be gangsters oh now they always think they're gangsters now they're gangsters. so it's this yeah. fish out of water comedy to get a thing back it feels way too commonplace for Key and Peele. Exactly. Every sketch yeah. they do so, so is that's great. That's a good yeah. way to That's put my it. point is I think, I bet you this movie was probably crazy nuts to the point of like a Tim and Eric awesome show kind of nuts, like maybe a little dialed back because yeah. they're obviously a little bit farther on the spectrum. But right. like, I think this, this was probably pared down to be like, all right, this is your first movie out the gate since you've been doing TV. Let's make it a little bit more formulaic. You can still do your stuff. You can still be you. And I think maybe that might be where the pacing sort of fell apart for me because if that is true, I bet you there was crazy stuff that needed that breath in there, but then the breath never went away when it got taken out. Again, all speculation right. on my part. Yeah. Chel I mean, Chelsea, did you guys? No, I mean, I agree. I think it, it felt to me watching it like a movie I would have made in college. Yes. You know, it, it, it felt like, yep. oh, and now here's what's supposed to happen. Like when you just like aren't brand new at it and trying to figure out how the fuck to make a movie. Like, oh, now we need a plot thingy here. Okay, what if it's this? We should have a thing. What if it's like he likes George Michael? Okay, here's what needs to happen in this scene. Right. So let's dur 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 make yeah, this yeah. scene happen. Yes. It just felt very, I mean, for lack of a less basic word, just felt very basic. It felt very uninspired it didn't feel like it had the key and peel like quirkiness and like and, sparkle it yeah. just felt very like okay yeah, yeah i and, get it george michael like you said like it's sh this should be funny fundamentally i guess that he's trying to get gangsters to like george michael but like it's not funny for that half an scene hour. the scene we're talking about is a scene where there's a drug deal go we'll get into it but like we're, it's it's it, that in conjunction with the other scene going on at the same time with a special cameo which we'll also talk about just goes on for fucking ever like back long. forth back yeah, forth yeah. and you could cut like five minutes out of it and you'd be fine by the way i, I got that wrong it was keegan al uh, keegan michael uh oh did you keegan name them wrong Key, yeah you i got the, the I, names yeah i got them wrong but that's that's fine yeah i i yeah look and the thing that's disappointing about that is that is that their TV show was a breath of fresh air and yeah. they seem to be so smart about movies. Like the thing that was cool about their TV show as well was how cinematic it was. Yep. It was Good like these point. two guys really like, and, and so the thing that's disappointing for me is that I was kind of hoping that their first thing out the gate would be 
would would like blow open the doors as to like, you know, like this is what we really can do. Yeah. And it's not that. Yeah. And, you know, the thing I, I started thinking about a lot of TV people that make the transition to film. And, you know, the I, I try to think about the people that did it really well. And the, and the one that really comes to mind is Edgar Wright. You guys know? Oh Edgar, yes, yeah, Edgar, yes. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. Um, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Your favorite movie? Scott uh, Pilgrim Scott, versus the World. Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. versus the World. Mm-hmm. And you know he and um, uh, almost Ant Man. Yeah, almost. almost. He and Simon <laughs> Pig had that great show Space. Did you? Oh see that? yeah. Have you have you seen Space? No. It's on Netflix. I think I you watched should it on check Netflix. it out. It's I, British. If you like sort of British humor, but yeah. it's it's Simon Pegg's sort of first thing he ever did. Okay. Yeah. It's and really, tricky. it's really, and it's it's not as polished as Key and Peele were. No. It's it's in fact it's like they've got no money, and and you kind of don't see the cinematic potential when you watch that. You're kind of like these are just really funny dudes right. making a really fun show. And then like they came out with. Uh, Edgar Wright and Simon Pig wrote Shaun of the Dead. And the thing about Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead is amazing. As a first film, I think it's just phenomenal. And it is like, it's a similar thing. It's basically two guys stuck in the zombie apocalypse but don't realize it's a zombie apocalypse. Right. So they cumble, kind of bumble around um, like idiots and then, you know, tr- come up with like some stupid plan to go to the pub instead of like, you know, saving themselves or something like that. And it just... The thing about that film was that it was, you clearly felt like these guys were going, okay, we're making the step into film now. We really got to step up our game. Right. We got to like, and you know, and the, you know, and they really did. That is a movie that just, I watched it again recently, just works on every single level. This, you know, Keanu is just not that. It, like you say, I think I, I, Matt, I think you're 100% correct. This feels like the safe. Meow? Yeah, I know. How did that happen? <laughs> this feels like the safe bit movie. And yes, it makes it's very safe. Yeah. It made money. I and I hate to say it, like I, you know, the audience that I saw it with seemed to be enjoying it. Yeah. Why do you hate to say that? Well, I just I I don't think it's very funny. I just yeah. think I think they're enjoying it because it's like Key and Peel on the big screen. I think it's funny enough. Right. That's what I. that's the weirdest thing yeah. to say about yeah. a, a cop like this is not a wet hot American summer. This is no. not something that I'll be quoting, and or even an Anchorman when Anchorman first hit, or any of that sort of stuff. Like it is, I I enjoyed my time. I laughed a bunch enough, and yeah. I laughed enough. Yeah. yeah. And then, I, I, but then even like when we were trying to think of, we mentioned quotes. All three of us mentioned quotes earlier today. We we you know we start the show off with a quote. Yeah. And I had a really hard time trying to figure out what quote I would start with. And yeah. at first I was like, I'm having a hard time with a Key and Peele movie figuring out what quote to say. Yeah. yeah. Like that's nuts. Um, but yeah, real quick, I thought you thought you'd get away from the Deadpool thing. Uh, <laughs> the reason, Take us back the there, reason man. why Deadpool works, it, I, and I do agree. I think there's sort of that similarity between the two being like, it's basically fan bases keeping it alive. Yeah. It's the safe version it's, of that, of that film. And see, I don't but think the difference is the difference is Keen Peel, the, the, the Keanu is the safe bet. Yeah. And the, and Deadpool to me is the fan bet. It's everything fans wanted to see while still being like, well, if we have Deadpool on the screen, the character for an hour and a half, people will fucking hate him because he is a character that gets old quick. So they did something very clever, I think, with the narrative, building it around him. But like you don't see him in the suit and being Deadpool as Deadpool for more than I'd say a half hour of the film. Right. And that's fine. They they play to their strengths. They pop it in when they need it, and then it's gone. Because again, it would just get old quick. This is a this is sort of the different problem of they didn't lean into their strengths enough, but yet they still tried to 
to sort of play the movie off on strengths that weren't quite there. Right. Uh, it, it, and and I wanted it to be there, and and the the pacing did did feel like it should have been for something more zany, I guess. So that's yes. why the the, the difference is between. But um, but let's sort of get into the actual spoiler territory. Spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen Keanu, uh, bring your favorite four legged friend of the feline variety and go do <laughs> it. Imagine. I wish they should have special screening. They should. You know, well, you Tanuki would flip cat. his shit. Oh my God. Tanuki would lose his God. Tanuki is, is Chelsea's cat. I, I saw you like fa- Instagramming like photos outside and you, and your quote was, this is my star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In which case I think your version of star Wars is exactly my version of star Wars, which you came out disappointed. That. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. I won't keep defending old movies on this. We need to move on. Yeah. Uh, old movies are two months ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so do you want to break down how it starts? Or actually, Chelsea, tell us, how does the movie start? Do you remember? Because this well, is the fun part. It started with me filling up a wine bottle to go and putting it in my purse. <laughs> and then when I got to the theater, the movie started like this. No, I mean, well, Wait, yeah. did you get a wine like your movie? Oh, I at the movie theater, we always bring like little wine roadies like I filled up like, I'm doing I it up, I feel oh, like please, we're talking about this it's Coppola it. wine yeah. I'm just gonna pour I it right I filled up a like a little uh, actually it was a, a water bottle from our friends uh, Matt and I worked Flavor Lab Flavor Lab yeah <laughs> shout out to Flavor shout Lab to Flavor. Brian Quill best audio man in the business also the enabling the business. Chelsea's alcoholism <laughs> also enabling alcoholism <laughs> thanks Brian yeah. for two yeah. quality quality pieces of work <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, the beginning is arguably the best part of the movie, right? When they're it's, when they're when the drug deal gone bad. It's an amazing action sequence. Drug yeah. deal gone bad. You see that Keanu, Keanu belongs to this drug yep. dealer, and um, they get. I mean, what even was happening? They like get busted or something, and they well, all yeah, get so shot. Oil and, and Smoke Dresden, the Allentown Boys, also played by Key and Peele, which I didn't realize until really? the very yeah. end. I didn't. Oh. I was too distracted by the cat. And the end of the movie, I turned to my friend that was with. I was like. That was them. Oh, see, then that worked. Then that worked in the right way. Yeah, Yeah, they come in, bust the deal up in a brutal fashion. They're shooting. They're doing all kinds of stuff. They're doing backflips for no reason off of things while shooting people. Girls are like like making drugs, like wearing just their bras. Yep, as they do. Why not? I was thinking about that because that happens in all drug movies, men and women. Is that so? They don't. I I don't know the reason. You didn't watch New Jack City. So New Jack, New Jack City, they explain this whole thing, which well, is really that a thing. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. thing. Drug it's, shirtless. So, is it hot or is it because they don't want them stealing? Don't shit? Don't want them stealing shit. That's so why. Always, no so, way. so, so New Jack City, oh, you just have people like walking around naked. I don't know a lot in, about like, drug dealing. I guess. Well, I, I know a lot about New well, Jack City. Drug, <laughs> drug, drug creation. Right, drug creation. Yeah, yeah dealing isn't anything. Yeah. Creation. Well, it's kind of mystery. No, because. <laughs> and again, it's just farm it's the table, Chelsea. Where did farm the table. Come from? Yeah. I don't it's know. Just, they just show it's just up at my the house. part where they're bagging the drugs right. up. They're, they're, those <laughs> I'm people. the one who knocks. That's <laughs> about as far as I know about it. <laughs> right, right, right. So that yeah, that is a thing in drug deal movies. You know, like and and I think what's funny in this one is they had like a fat dude. Like never, <laughs> yeah. you know, whenever a movie does that scene, they always have like a hot chick or something like that in there. But like this one had like a big fat dude. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Uh, so they come in, destroy everything, kill, 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 and then there's little Keanu 
who's left and the big bads yeah. pick him up. I did like his slow-mo run. Yeah, oh, uh, it the slow-mo run was great. A great scene. It like, was so well shot. An action scene uh, going in slow-mo a la The Matrix and a little kitten running down like steps. And there's a part where it, it obviously wasn't planned, but the kitten accidentally runs into, mm. it's in the trailer, yeah. one of the dude's heels and like bounces off him and lands lo- like a step lower. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, this cat's in danger. Yeah, uh, yeah it's really well done. I, I actually didn't think this was a great scene. Really? No, I liked it. I, I really did. Because, like, to me, it's the thing so was, it, it was so escalated action movie that I was, like, waiting for the joke. Well, the joke, the joke pays off later. But it wasn't much of a, what, the backflip? The backflip. Yeah, because when I saw the backflip first, and we'll get to what I'm talking about later, yeah. when I saw the backflip, I was like, okay. And, like, then it came back to the cat, and I was fine. Yeah. But, like, I was like, I get it. There's badass. But, like, I was that I thought it was gratuity for no reason. Turns out it was gratuity for a reason. Whether or not that reason worked for you, that's... Right. I, did, I just didn't... I, I didn't feel like the joke paid off. Like, I liked seeing the kitten run through the scene. Like, right. that was funny. Oh, or that was fun, I guess. You know, like, change focus of the scene. Yeah. But I didn't see the joke in the scene itself. I just thought it was, like, kind of like they were doing... It, it felt like, too, you know, like they were doing an action movie... But just not like in that sort of way that like we've seen action movies and this is what we think should happen. I took it as kind of parody of action movie because it was a bunch of bullshit for bullshit sake, like the flip and the and like the cross shooting. But it wasn't. But like the the parody wasn't like there wasn't like a big joke in this. It was just thought the cat was a joke. Well, yeah, Yeah. I feel like it's not even like. Either it doesn't have to be a joke. The interest is that there's a cat, a kitten in an action scene. I was just impressed that they got the kitten to do so much. I mean, yeah, I get that's cool. Also, I, true. so to me, I was just watching and I was just very impressed that they got this cat to be in this very, you know, orchestrated scene where like the cat is running through and I, there's like I people love being the shot and people the flipping. I, think the slow-mo of the cat's I cool. was just like impressed by it. And yeah. to me, that was enough just like watching this insanely choreographed action sequence with the little kitten participating. How did they... Tra- this, I don't... I, I, animal training still vexes me yeah, to this day. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand the concept and, and my cat Zoe will do certain things but only because, you know, I've mm. trained her like over a year to sort of do them but like, right. this kitten is new. It's a baby. It's a little kitten. Mm-hmm. And there's probably like four different Keanu's, yeah, right? Yeah, but like yeah. how do they train a kitten... To I mean, do things. I mean, they're just no, training no. it to run. I mean, in that scene, it's but just running on, in a like, line, It's right? like crying at the right time and like doing like this other thing. Cries? And like yeah. clawing at a certain thing. Yeah. And, yeah, remember? Because like, I'm saying like timely things like this is Keanu. Oh no, when he opens the front door. Yeah. But that's just a sound effect. But the cat opens its mouth. Yeah, like, the cat opens its mouth. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, I mean, no, I, I, I don't want to disparage animal trainers on films. No, no, no. Because they, and because I don't know how much of this was CG and how much of it was right. an actual kitten. Yeah, no, they do. They do. It. And like what to me, what was impressive about that shot was that the the shot was choreographed with the cat. So it was yeah. like, you know, like they had to be on a slider or, or a dolly or right. something like that. And it was moving in slow motion. So they had to and they kept the cat in frame in like a mid shot. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. It so, just it just. It, it it was like a lot of this movie for me is is that I didn't feel like the the joke really turned it on its head for me. You I know, like you. It, it didn't turn the scene on its head. And I'll say as we move forward, but there's a specific point about halfway through the movie where I completely agree with you for the rest of the movie, but yeah. I hadn't gotten to your opinion there yeah. yet. Right. At right. this point, I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Then we cut to the Key and Peele's alter egos, the full main characters of the film, uh, Rel and Clarence. Yeah. And uh, Rel's kind of in a rut. He just had his girlfriend break up with him, and he's kind of like the stoner, sort of like more sloppy dude. Right. Uh, and Clarence is the super uptight. Uh, married dude. Married dude whose wife is going away with another dude's husband and the two, or the, sorry, yeah. another uh, husband of a friend. 
and their two daughters or something. Rob Hules. Yeah. Yeah. And like they're going to go away on a trip. So the the wife wants Clarence to like really like live it up and like just do stuff for him because he's always just too perfect, I right. guess. Wound it was, up. That was, see, like that whole plot line that you descri- described. Oh, it fell flat. It just, it fell flat. And I felt like it was underdeveloped. Like, I, I bet I, you there's some scenes in there on the cutting room floor of that. Yeah, yeah. good point. Because I, 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 I didn't feel like that whole, that, that whole thing where he was like, I need to go live it up over the weekend didn't really feel. I, I was like, oh, did she say that? Did she really want that to happen? Well, it's to Chelsea's point, too. It's like the script is doing things to make the script do things. Yeah. It's not It's not sort of character-driven or whatever. It feels very, like, uh, it feels college It, it feels, feels so sort college-y. of like, and then this happens because we need it to happen. So yep. we need a reason for uptight Clarence to just go unwind. Like, and it can't be, it can't be real or rel because he is so depressed he's not in the state of like come on man let's go like that's not the right. that's not where his character's at right um so anyway wife goes away uh and uh rel finds a kitten he uh, names it keanu on his doorstep yeah. why wouldn't he and he <laughs> they become best friends instantly and uh and obviously clarence comes over and they falls in love with the cat too and rel has been doing um uh, movie uh, scenes, movie scenes in uh, in photography with the cat. Where if they don't sell that calendar, oh my god! Did you buy that calendar, Chelsea? Of course, that I calendar. Would. I would buy it right meow. Oh, right meow. <laughs> hey, there's Perfect. no tomorrow. Uh, po- whoa, Ooh. yes, Chelsea. By the way, uh, is the queen of cat puns. So <laughs> they will be flying fast and furious. Tokyo, That's the nicest thing anyone's yeah. ever said about me. Oh, <laughs> um, so uh, they go. I'm trying to remember why did. Uh, Clarence and Rel leave the apartment. They went to the movie. Oh, they went to see the the the, the, the uh, substitute teacher movie the, with Liam Neeson, the best Liam, Liam Neeson Neeson's movie. movie. Yeah, this is and and I you know I think we mentioned it before the um uh that thing w- which is that uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone also two guys who went from TV to feature films really smartly Took like yeah. Broadway and and yeah but when they right. did like the the South Park movie it was like that needed to be a feature film. And that was like, they were taking their idea and making it huge. So, and they, you know, like we've talked about this interview that they gave uh, where they talk about the, the, one of the key things in script writing is that every scene, you should jump from scene to scene, not with a, and then this happened and then this happened. It should be a, and therefore this happened and therefore this happened. And there was a, you know, and like when the, what happens is key and peel go away to the movie and then they come home and their house has been broken into and it's like, I, I and know Keanu was gone and Keanu was gone. And that really felt like to me, like a, and then this happened and then this, and yeah. then they go next door and they find their, their neighbor is a drug dealer played by Will Forte. And, you know, and then he leads them to this and it is like this whole, and then this happened and then yep. this happened. And it wasn't like a, like a real, because the drug dealers were around trying to find this, you know, like it just felt like there were beats missing Definitely. to kind of like get us from scene to scene. Yeah. Um, no, and and then the, you know then this the real bummer of the thing for me was like Will Forte who I think is awesome and like have you guys watch Last Man on Earth? No, no. I need to. Oh, I Last need Man to on so Earth bad. is so good yeah. and he is so good in it. And I was kind of like hoping for him to like kind of steal the show. You know, he's got a bit part in this movie and he just kind of he's kind of there. Yeah. You know. I don't know. How do you guys yeah. feel about it? Well, him? I feel like all the bit parts are just kind of there in this movie. You yeah. want to talk Anna Ferris, you want to talk Method Man, you want to talk whatever. Well, let's they're let's just, talk they're about just, Anna Ferris in a minute. They're <laughs> just there. Like, but I mean, they're there. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a double edged sword, right? Because mm-hmm. the fact that they're there is funny, but then also, like, Key and Peel are just funnier. 
in yeah. a weird way, in yeah. the script especially. So it's just like, well, I guess we'll get our famous friends to play these people. Right. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, jumping ahead in the movie. Go yeah. On. So they get back. Keanu's gone. They shake down uh, uh, the drug dealer to find out where the, the 17th Street blips are, which I thought this was a very funny joke. That of was the, funny. The, the, left, the people that left the bloods and the people that left the crips are now the blips. The blips. Yeah. And where do we find them? On 17th Street. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. they yeah, go to a I'm strip joint that. called HPV, now, which this was... Is- I loved that name. See, I, I love the name, I, but I thought that like this was to me an example of a joke that was like overplayed. Like it was kind of like all you needed to see was the sign just saying HPV, but then they show the sign and then and then I think Key says it. Yeah. And then says it's unfortunate. Like inside the club and, and say it you know, on They the say it again and, and again. And I was like, ah, oh, you just needed to like this. That joke needed to just be like a one line aside and you kind of like chuckle at it and move on. I don't on. know. I think this... And, I, I, Maybe it's just a matter of like, because again, that beating that dead horse joke thing, like maybe that was one where they started to and then gave up. And then sometimes they go too far and it's not funny because it's not them. Sometimes they go too far and it is funny. Yeah. But like, I like, because the whole thing is fish out of water, right? Mm. They walk into this club and they have to pretend to be basically like thugs, like drug dealers Yeah. Um, to get anywhere in this world to try to help to get Keanu right. back. Uh and I like that they always had their asides with one another being sort of the the mouthpieces of the audience. Like the audience, the, you know, they don't belong in this world, yet here we are. So there they are. Like, I like that they kept doing it. And I, I think one of the things I like the most about this movie is their nervous banter back and forth. Like I, I think, said, again, their friendship is so... Those two guys, I think, on screen on their own is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're they're and, great. And they're so, they're, they're so likable. You yeah, know, like they're just, totally. they're just completely likable on screen. Um, so yeah, they have to pretend to be gangsters to go see Cheddar, played by Method Man, who is the head of the Mm -hmm. 17th Street Blips. Up in the 36th (laughs) Chambers. Yeah, and, uh... Then they go up and they they basically fool them into thinking they're the guys we saw in the... The Allentown Allentown Boys. Yeah. Um, And, and, and... Up to this point, the, the the script is clever enough where when they bumble into saying the right thing, it works. Yeah. Right. And that's why I was like, oh, this is good. This is good. It's following the right thing. Da, 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 da. And they have to go to prove them. Oh, no. They decide to get Keanu back as an offer of good faith. Uh, Cheddar will give Keanu back to, and he's, he has a little gangster. A little do rag on a chain. Remind me, now I'm forgetting. What was the thing that they said that made Cheddar believe they were the Allentown boys? It was, um, they were just sort of being super, I don't remember the specifics, but they were being super coy about I it. I think they were just being vague and, about it. And, yeah. and talking like in super vague terms and like they got a little bit threatening at one point. Like, yeah, this well, this is sort of gets into later where I have a problem, but they basically at one point, I forget which one of them. Oh, it was uh, Rel because he's yeah. being kind of the, he's like. He wants the cat back. Yeah, but he's also like, you need to calm down like because uh, Key, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Key is overacting basically. Right. Yeah. And when he finally threatens the cat or something, he says he can't have the cat. That's when, <clears throat> excuse me, Peel uh, basically toes full fucking gangster and gets real hard, real quick, right. like dead eye stare, da 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 da, like big fucking like threats, threats, threats. Yeah, and then Cheddar's like, okay, yeah. So that worked that one time, right? <laughs> right, and it felt good in that moment. Yeah. And then they have to go on this mission, and if they do it as an act of good faith, they'll give Keanu back to them. Yeah. So they go on this mission with uh, a, a cadre of people. What was it High C Stitches? Uh, I don't remember the other yeah, two characters' names. Trunk. 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 Because Trunk. Trunk had my favorite joke of the movie. Okay. You know, like his his joke, because he's named Trunk because he, lo- he left his keys in his tr- in the in the trunk of his car once. And then later on in the movie, they like close the trunk. And he's like, and he just pops out at the side. And he's like, 
Don't lose your keys in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wrap up. Yeah. Wrap up. See, that's, that to me was like a great aside right. joke. That's right. that's like the perfect length for that joke. Because it was sure. like, just a funny callback. Yeah. Yep. Had me enough. I laughed. Yep. So they have yep. to go deliver some drugs to the uh, to the Hollywood Hills, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. this is this is where your girl comes in. Uh, girl, I love Anna Faris. I lo- I, I think I she's love hilarious. Her. Yeah, because she was in the um, the Scream parody movies, yes. right? Like yes. the, the scary movies. The scary so, movies. Chels, break down what what happens in these. So there's two scenes oh, really God. that goes on here. Well, so okay, in the car, um, who, which was which Clarence, right? Yeah, yep. stays in the car with a uh, trunk and stitches. stitches and the other dude who's and name the I can't other remember. dude who yeah. we don't really care about. Um, and then Rel goes in with High C, the chick, the like gangster chick, and all this, and they're. Sp- Supposedly, Rel is like supposed to be teaching High C, and Rel and Clarence are supposed to be teaching the other guys like how to do a drug deal. Which also that whole premise seemed very bizarre. Like it's you need bizarre. to be taught how to just fucking drop off drugs to yeah. Yeah, I thought in the was, Hollywood Hills. Well, that was the thing. Why does Cheddar need them to teach his peep goons how to? This is where the crack, I, yeah, the crack in the armor shows because right. because I thought they were going to go and it was going to be like a violent. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. That would make sense narratively. It was just like literally. Hey, celebrity, here are your drugs. Cool. Well, see you later. Okay. So they go in, but obviously, though, it doesn't exactly go according to plan. And uh, it turns out that it's Anna Ferris they're delivering their drugs to, and some dude and some chick that she's with. And Anna, they're already like really high, really fucked up, and they're trying to get Rel to stay and do drugs with them or like watch a movie or whatever. Mm. They were just like, stay, stay, play Truth or Dare. <laughs> they finally start playing Truth or Dare. Why would you ever choose Dare? And yeah. Why? Then High C, the chick, truth, uh, picks Dare, and Anna Ferris dares High C to shoot Rel. Now, see. As we're describing this, this makes no sense. And it, and it's not funny. Either. It's not it's absurdly not. funny. No. It's it's just kind of absurd. Yes. And I don't know about the Anifar. Like, to me, this whole scene kind of fell flat on its face. There's okay. one bit, and you're right, it yeah. did. There's one bit that worked incredibly well for me as far as a celebrity cameo way a movie does this sort of thing. And that is... We meet Anna Ferris first. And without, then you don't realize, yeah. I mean, we all yeah. know watching it's Anna Ferris. That's great. Mm. Yeah. But it could just be some crazy rich, uh, coked out of her fucking like mind Anna girl. Anna Ferris is playing a crazy, yeah. a crazy yeah. rich girl. And yeah. then about halfway through the series of these scenes, Rel goes, loved you in those movies, by the way. Yeah. And it's like, what? And then it's, oh, scary movie. Da, da, da. And then she's, it's literally, you find out in the narrative of the story that this is Anna Ferris. Right. Yeah. I and agree. That was fun. I like that a lot because you would, uh, I, I peeked at your notes here. I'm sorry. You oh, uh, put shit. akin to this as the Bill Murray in Zombieland yeah. uh, ca- cameo. Right. But the difference is in, th- in this one where I think this one works sort of better than that one. Oh, really? In okay. a way, because this one Sets it up and the joke's like, oh, here's Anna Ferris playing a crazy cokehead. Fuck, it is Anna Ferris. Like, right. where yeah, they yeah. were just hunting for Bill Murray. Like, they weren't hunting for Bill Murray, yeah, but like, right, they right. knew they were in his house. Then they met him. Like, it's, they, we always knew Bill Murray was Bill Murray from right. a person being right, told the right. story. And I'm not saying one method is better than the other. I think for whatever reason, this uh, Keanu pulled it off the cameo a little bit better. But that's where my compliments. It will end. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a very like subtle, like little thing in a bigger picture. But a lot, yeah, I know. <laughs> but like those little moments sort of kept me going and going and going right. to this point. Like I do something great and then fall, then great, then fall, then great, then fall. Then after this halfway point, after this drug deal goes down and they finally they end up shooting on a Ferris. They end up right because High C pretends like she's going to shoot Rel, and then of course she doesn't. She kind of like hits on a Ferris in the face with a gun so they can get out and then right. it escalates. And then like another guy picks up a gun and then everyone ends up 
dead, dead. other yeah. than Rel and Heisey, and they escape into the van where uh, Clarence the whole time has been teaching the other gangsters about how George, George Michael. Michael and how great he is, and they're skeptical, but then he kind of plays it off yeah. as like, oh, he's like, they're like, but dude, like, is he black? And he's like, well, he's, he's light-skinned. Light yeah. Yeah. So then uh, they come back to all the gangsters like singing along with Clarence to George Michael, and they've yes. bonded over George Michael at this point. Meanwhile, everyone in the house has been murdered, and they're yeah. like, let's yeah. get out of here. Well, so what, they, I mean, did this scene work for you, Charles? This is where I felt I feel like this was the first moment where I was trying to be on board. I was like, okay, well, that wasn't that funny or that was kind of so-so, but we haven't gotten to the meat of it yet. And then when they, and to your point too, because you're, you know, bringing up like how George Michael, the gag just played out way too long. This to me was when I remember thinking to myself in the theater, like this feels like something I would have written when I was 21, like yeah. for an independent study or something where what would be like kind of quirky, but kind of, Oh my God. Like what if he got real hardcore gangsters to like <laughs> George Michael? Like it just feels very, it misses it just, the mark. Yeah. it And it's strange that it misses the mark for, for two guys that have like, oh, they seem to hit the mark so well yeah. in the TV show. Yeah. So yeah. like what happened? Was it all just like shitty studio notes? Or like, I, I just think this movie got rushed out. You know, like, and I tend to I tend to lean on the shitty studio notes. Right. Even from B, I think it's shitty studio script notes. Like I think yeah. they shot whatever script that they were. But like, of course. But like, Keen who, who wrote knows? it? I yeah. know. When, when, this is all conjecture. But like, yeah. it's just you can. I don't know. From B, I hate saying shit like this, but like from from being in the business, right? And again, <laughs> not film, not Hollywood, no. television. But like, you can sort of see when you're watching something, especially when you see a pedigree. If you've watched 50 things from a group of people and then the 51st is like, huh? Yeah. And it's a new medium for them. Like chances are it's not them that made the bad parts bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or yeah. I mean, yes, they can fly. The, 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 the style change can mess up people's flow and sort of creative juices, how stories are told. I'm not saying every yeah, great yeah. sketch comedy show can make a wonderful movie. Hell, how many Saturday Night Live movies were awful? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's hard to hang on your vision. And that someone sent me an article recently that was an article about Prince's untimely passing. Oh, I haven't even seen anything about Prince. The, have you guys heard <laughs> no. that Prince passed? Oh, sorry, I had me on Facebook for a month. It was. <laughs> but it was really the end of the article was what my friend pointed out to me that you know we were relating to it that was interesting and the author kind of was speaking to like this one time I worked with Prince and you know she's like it's not an article about how mm, like I mean I worked with Prince but right. just tr making the point that the reason that Prince was such a great artist was mainly because I mean yes he was a genius he was talented but he was one of the few and far between who was able to push his original authentic vision through right. Right. and to actually you know, make it come to be where through like his um, label notes and through the, on all the bullshit. And that is that, I mean, to the author's point, like that is a huge you know, skill yeah. in and of itself and something that's very hard yeah. to do to like have your vision and to push through all of the, like everyone around you telling you like, well, I think you should do X. I think you should do Y. I think you should do Z. So, I mean, that feels to me like, what happened with this movie? I, like, yeah, they I, probably had a different vision for it, and they're just like, whatever. You want us to do this weird fucking plot thing? Fine. Like, let's just get this movie out here. You know, I, I agree. And like the person I, you know, like I, I think about in that same respect is Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. You know, like you think about a, a dude who made films that like seem to be unpopular, and like you know, if any studio was giving notes on any of these movies, it'd be of like, course. what the fuck are you doing? Of course. Um, but you know, he pushed through, and I think, and to to your point, Matt, which is like, can studio notes, you know 
change a film entirely for the you know for the worse. And and yes, they can completely. And the thing about making a movie to me is that, especially if you're a director in charge of the movie, is that part of the thing about directing a movie or directing anything is that everyone's telling you which direction to go in and which direction to, you know, to do it this way, do it this way, do it that way. And the strength of uh, directing is like being able to hold on to your vision and sticking to it even when people tell you don't do it. And and I and, and like, you know, and keeping that, because I've done, I, I've done the opposite of that where I've like totally caved and like fucked up. And then I like, it's whenever I watch that film now, I'm like, Fuck! I'm such a douchebag. I really should have just stuck to my guns yeah. on on this. Or or other, you know, the opposite thing of it is is when you stick to your guns and then you do it and you're like realize that it was a fucking stupid decision, right? You know. So and I feel like we we give these guys the benefit of the doubt because the TV show is so good, right? right. And the thing that's that's disappointing is, is I feel like they came out of that TV show with enough clout to be like, fuck it, we're gonna do this movie our way. Like, I feel like it just you... feels like a bad deal. It feels like someone signed the wrong contract and didn't have final say on a thing. But to yeah. your point, Chelsea, is like the, these two dudes weren't just like, you know, two dudes who pitched a comedy. These two right. dudes had this huge TV show. Yeah. Really successful. They could come out like motherfucking Prince right now yeah. and say, we're going to make this movie. And it feels like they either. E it, it's one of those two things where they either didn't have a great vision for this movie and just got tripped up in the format change here yeah. or 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 did have a great vision and kind of like didn't quite follow through on it you know right. we don't know which is and again we say it with love because we we think these guys are great yeah of course but the film doesn't deliver maybe it was which of you said that maybe you thought it felt like almost it was a sketch that got tossed yeah, in the garbage pile. I, I don't then, know if it's that. And then maybe it was like, oops, but really this shouldn't be, this should have been a sketch and yeah. not a 90 minute movie. That's how thing. long was it? It was 90 minutes. Yeah. It, it 90, felt longer than that. It did feel longer. Did you think this could be a sketch? Um, I mean, I guess not Hour 38, so, Yeah, hour 38. Our, I, I okay. think, I, I do honestly think if you pared back a lot of this movie and you just like restricted your storyline to basically imagine the opening scene with the cat right. and with Key and Peel in it somehow. Right. You know, the joke would be these two guys are just trying to get their cat back. Right. You know, like I think this could be yeah. a few minute sketch if you really wanted it to be. Yeah. And it it feels thin. I don't I mean, yeah, I think I, they fleshed it out. To be honest, I, again, I, this, we're all being like, how, how, what version would be better for this? Like, yeah. I don't think it would live in a sketch. I think it'd be too long for a sketch. I'm not saying there's a ton of real important shit to be said, but if you want to tell the story, I don't think five minutes is enough. Right. I also I, I don't, don't think you need to tell the story. I think you just need to have the key sight gags or the key like gag. And sure, would, but then the I, I don't know. I just, I don't, yeah, I guess. But if, I mean, look, they someone, someone mm -hmm. committed to trying to tell this story. Right. So- here we are. Yeah. Uh, but back back to this story. Yes. So they go back and they celebrate a job well done, but it's not a job well done because they murdered everyone. And yes, they get the cash, but then like everyone's congratulating Key and Peele's fake gangster characters known as Tectonic and Shark Tank. They named yeah. themselves very quickly. Yeah. And like, they're all like, even High C is like, yeah, you handled yourself real well back there. So yeah, I appreciate you having my back and teaching me the ropes or whatever the fuck. 
No, he fucking didn't. In fact, in the scene with Anna Ferris, he drops character almost and is terrified and sweating like a fucking motherfucker. Yeah. So like when And there's no consequences. Like No. no. Yeah. So yeah. when that happened, I was like, "Oh, this movie has now stopped respecting the rules that it set up." And Shahir, you yeah. know that mm -hmm. I'm big on like, I don't care what your movie does as long as you set up a group of rules in the beginning and you follow your own yeah. rules. The yeah. rules were these guys were Preach. trying super hard to not let them know that they weren't gangsters. And they pull it off once in the first meeting with Cheddar, yeah. but then the rest of the time, it just seems like the script still thinks they're gangsters, so all the characters still think they're gangsters. Yeah. And we're gonna write in lines, you did great, even though the scene before is him not doing great. Yeah, And, and I think, Chelsea, this is Good a point. thing that would be like, uh, that would upset you, is that the cat kind of like, Falls by the wayside. Yeah, you just forget about we the cat. We haven't seen Keanu in like a long time. And it's weird. Like to me, that's the weirdest thing, which is that your gag is about this cat in a gangster world, like a little kitty in a gangster world, right. and it's not there. And it's and it's like you lose yeah. like the 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 big gag. I wanted more people to do funny aside things with Keanu. Like I, when mm. the big bad, yeah. the evil, the actual Allentown boys get Keanu, they pick him up real slow and these super creepy long hair characters and they pick him up and they kiss his little forehead and they mm. put him down. You're like, okay, that's cute. And then Rel makes a calendar. I wanted mm. Cheddar, yeah. a method man, mm. to like do something else cool with him. Like this, have a reason why he's dressed up like that. Like yeah. right, be like, talking to him in a way or put him in a, like make up him shooting a movie or like yeah. something like. That's you know, like the, the 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 meta thing to the film could be like Keanu is the source of all like like basically Keanu like travels from gangster to gangster to gangster and fucks up that world like without realizing. And I think the meta thing that could have been fun sure. is that like Keanu goes from like gangster to gangster to gangster and fucks up that world. But it doesn't really feel like you know. It feels like everyone towards the end, everyone's like falling over this cat, and I'm not sure why. It is you the know. cutest cat, but you don't see Isn't it enough. It or it's, it's pretty Chelsea, damn cute. is it a cute cat? I think it is a ridiculously cute <laughs> cat. You don't think so? I don't know. I, I mean, like, Oh, my God. I thought it was a super cute no. cat. Like a Scottish fold or something? I would have been, like, totally into oh, that. But, like, no. <laughs> but this no. was, like, a tabby, you know? Like, this was no. just a normal. Oh, my God. But its face was so perfect. Yeah. Big, perfect. big ears. <laughs> big ears. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Zoe if she's listening. That's yeah, my cat. Sorry, Zoe's Zoe. in the other room. She's adorable. She's around. Yeah. Um, so this is just sort of where it sort of falls apart. Then Cheddar says after the party, he doesn't want to give uh, him the cat yet. And he needs to do one more deal. And they try to pull off the tough guy thing again. And then that falls flat. Also, somewhere along the lines, uh, Clarence's wife calls and says that the dude she went <laughs> away with was being inappropriate with her. And then what? And then, huh? And then that goes away and that plot line fails. You know, oh, it all, she's coming home a day so early. weird. You know what's right. weird about this? So urgency or whatever. And, there, and there's like a weird plot line in the, right in the middle of this, which is when the first time Clarence and Rel go into the strip club, one of the strippers takes away Clarence's wedding ring. Right. And it was like, and like to right. me, if, if Clarence's whole deal is that he is a family man trying to like have like a party night, that should be a huge fucking deal. I lost my wedding ring in the bathroom once and I freaked out for a fucking week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this dude has I guess you're just not as gangster, <laughs> she <laughs> But a stripper <laughs> took his wedding ring. Yeah. That's like But then he gets it right back. Be like, That's yeah, and then true. he just we never hear about it again until yeah, then he just like he just happens picks it right to get it back. Yeah, yeah, happens to get it back with no sort of consequence. So when exactly, because this I don't even remember, when exactly does Cheddar and the gang discover that Rel and Clarence are not the Allentown boys? I think they they kidnap um they kidnap Keanu at some point like they go that's in and That's right. They escape. That's right. <laughs> okay, so after convincing yeah. everyone that they are the Allentown boys, they even do like a backflip to the gang before the Anna Ferris thing like mm. randomly to prove that they did a backflip cuz they somehow heard from this room of dead people that the bad guys who shot everyone did a right. backflip. Right. Um 
Maybe Keanu told him. I don't. Um, again, that was a weird joke. I was like, I was expecting him to like fall flat on his. Maybe that. But I like the joke is you're expecting him not to be able to do it, it and he does it. That's wonderful. That, right. But anyway, uh, they actually in a after during the party or during some something they steal Keanu, but then they run into the real Allentown boys who yeah. kidnap them. Uh, and like threatened to kill them and torture them. And then, then Keanu actually due to uh, Rel's training him to scratch a <laughs> picture of his old girlfriend's scratch face, bitch. scratch yeah. that bitch. Yeah. Uh, it get manages to scratch his way through the ropes and they manage to take down the actual Allentown boys which in a moment where like, they're like, I don't want to kill anyone. Da, 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 and then they just start opening fire. Yeah. That to me felt like the most real moment in a weird way of this film. Cause yeah. like, Oftentimes when you're watching these movies where like average people get thrown into life or death situations and the average person gets the gun, I always wonder like, fuck, like what would I do? I don't want to kill anybody. Right. And I'd be very adamant about not killing well, anybody. Like in the movie we talked about last week, Green Room, you right. know, where the average guy gets the gun. Right. <laughs> but then like, just it's just sort of like, but yeah, I feel like there's a moment where if the big fucking evil thing that's murdered a bunch of people is stepping towards me, I will snap. I'll be like a fucking light switch from like, totally. oh God, human life is important and precious to like, die, 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 motherfucker. Like, it's just totally. going to happen. So when that happened in the movie, I was like shocked a little bit, but then I was like, all right. Right. I mean, I get yeah. it. Well, of course, and the, and they had to do. I, I think the, to me, one of the best gags in the movie happens in between all of us, which is where... Uh, Clarence smokes the holy shit drug, the the oh, cross of yeah. MDMA and uh, meth and whatever it is. Oh, is it like a real drug? I, holy I don't shit? know. No, 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 that's just what they, they made say. It. Oh, like a cross. I'm not yeah. like just because I've talked about New okay. Jack City doesn't mean like. And just because I'm like, Shahir, Shahir, where can I buy? Where like, can I huff grass? This is just like <laughs> this whole only podcast is just a is just a cover to like sell weed. Yeah. No. Um. Uh, that that to me was like the best gag. Which You're talking like, about when he smokes it and he's inside the George Michael video of Faith. Yeah, he's in the George Michael. But then the weirdest Down thing, to SD. Like, I love yeah. that they just oh, yeah. put him in this SD shitty video. Yeah, totally. yeah. And he's dancing around and kind of like, yeah. I gotta have faith. That's funny. It's funny. But it's, it's weird as well because like the whole m movie, they've been sitting up like, holy shit, don't smoke holy shit. It's the worst fucking shit you can smoke. And like, people go nuts when you smoke holy shit. And all that happens to him is like he just kind of like has this vision of being in George Michael's yeah. faith. And then Keanu talks to him. Yeah, with the voice of Keanu Reeves. With the voice of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. But then and like and then he just suddenly gets back his wedding. It's not like he wakes up and he's fucking been running around. Again, there's like no consequences. I no was, consequences. Yeah, th that's the theme of this movie. Yeah. No, consequences. no consequences. Even at the very end, which we'll talk about in a little bit, there's a slight consequence, still no consequence. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, nothing bad happens really to anyone that's not fucking pure evil yeah, yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> excuse it's, me. It's weird. I think we were talking before about like how analytical can you get about a comedy film? And well, I think, yes. <laughs> and I think the reason why we are all being so analytical about this is the jokes for, it seems like we all gravitated towards different jokes and mm -hmm. that's kind of a problem in a comedy, right? Like, yeah. yes, we've all found something we kind of like, yeah. but we can't as a group get together and be like, oh my God, the best part was this. Yeah. And oh fuck, I'll always say this. And da 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 ha ha. Like there's no one sentence Such where if point. one of us said it, yeah. we'd all laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such and a good point. that's why, that's when you start, maybe I just answered my own question. That's where you start to break down a comedy film. Right. When it, when, when you can't get by on laughter alone or camaraderie with the audience that you saw it with, Right. That's when it's sort of just, that's when you have to start. But like, well, what went wrong? Because I know I liked what I watched, but why yeah. aren't we having this cathartic sort of universal experience together? Right. Um, yeah, true. 
Anyway, that was that was deeper than I expected to go. But so we move along with the plot. Or was they, it just deep enough? Mm, hey, I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm that guy. You are, I'm a for terrible, being, I'm for a being the highbrow guy. You're the one that's brought this back to. That's what she said. <laughs> jokes. I'm not a good comedy writer. That's all I would write. <laughs> so uh, they discover after they kill the actual Allentown boys, Cheddar and his gang comes and get him and says, oh, you weren't the Allentown boys. You've been tricking us. Well, now we need you to be our Allentown boys because this other deal that is going down uh, is expected to have them with us. And we need you guys to look the part. Right. So they basically kidnap them to do that. They go to um, Louis Guzman, Louis Guzman's house. Yeah. Uh, and they have one final action sequence where Louis actually realizes that the cat is his brother's who was the drug dealer in the beginning and wants him back. And Keanu is actually called Iglesias. Yes. And it's a funny thing in this, like, again, it feels like stuff that was either cut in the script or cut in the, um, just the cutting room floor. Like, yes, the cat is cute. And yes, we liked seeing the cat a lot, but we aren't shown the cat enough to see why the cat is this amazingly important Thing That's that, that thing everyone wants, you know, like like why? Yeah, you sure. lose the cat. Sure. So everyone, like the drug deal is about to go down with murder. Like they, Cheddar sets them up where right. uh, Clarence and Rel are now the people. Like, oh yeah, these are the guys that murdered your your brother, right? And they're like, oh, they're gonna kill him. Here's here's like fifty thousand dollars or whatever it was, and he's like, yeah, and I'll need the cat too. And Cheddar's like, uh, <laughs> no. And you're like, what the well, fuck? Yeah. Why? Anyway, bloodbath ensues, big action sequence, fun, fun, fun. Louise gets away. They chase him, cheddar die. Like, again, all this stuff is sort of, it uh, doesn't really matter. They no, end up on the front lawn of Clarence's house. Again, comedy. This now, is the-, the cat's back, so there's some cute cat things. Yeah, the cat, oh, the cat, would, it's on the front of the car. When they're, when like, it's driving speeding away. down, and then yeah. it leaps onto Louise. He's trying to protect, like, yeah. Yeah. Rel. So, I mean, that's cute. Yep. <laughs> uh, but then in typical action comedy fashion, the convenience always happens at the end because they need all characters to sort of converge at the sure. very end of the movie so that it, the car crashes um, in, in Clarence's front lawn. And he, he has his one action liner, which is like, uh, uh, what did he say? Something like, uh, I don't drive stick or... You know, like, and basically, Key saves him, or Clarence saves him by driving his car. Into, oh, right, yeah. right, Clarence yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I forget what this. Um, I forget what the line was. And then, mm. like, there's like again, same sort of thing, like two or three things where you think the action's over, and then it pops up, and then it's revealed that High C, the gangster girl who worked for Cheddar, uh, is actually an undercover cop, and she ends up shooting. Just so weird Cheddar. because she killed all those people at the no, no, but then, did, but then, then they, they hand then. wave it at the end. They're like, oh, oh yeah, right, we hired that's right, them. That's right. That's and right, sometimes that's right, we hire. I forgot. Yeah, because it's stupid. So did Anna Ferris? Really no, because they yeah. talk about that too. That's they're like, right. "Oh, That's sometimes right. we hire celebrities," That's and right. then they're like, "Great." That's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, they did. So a, they fake died. Which is yeah. again, that could be like a good comedy beat if it was played out in the right way. But it's just kind of like the way you describe it. It's just a hand wave. It's yeah. just kind of like, Bring, you yeah, know, like, yeah. like you, know, you could do it if you had the time and the energy to like do it. Like if you well. brought Anna Ferris back into the scene uh-huh. or something like that, or you yeah. had her kind of in prison with them or something right. along the, you know, like just bring that call back to that joke, but right. it, it doesn't, it just, it's just a hand. Yeah. So then right. Clarence's wife comes home and there's no sign. Oh, that they, he punches out the dude that was inappropriate. Right. And then yeah. she's like, that's so hot. Go fuck me now. And you're like, okay, they go inside. And then, uh, <laughs> Rel gets arrested. Uh, but Clarence doesn't, but he is like, they just sort of don't show Clarence get arrested. Then they're both arrested because apparently they were, you know, dealing with so much. They never actually oh, no, they kind of become half gangster now. Yeah. Cause now they're in, jail with all of their 
yeah. people, like the 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 gangsters, they talked to like George Michael, they had gotten the George Michael tattoo, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And then they're all there and Keanu comes and visits and then they have the line that I said, or that I didn't say, but the, there's a, oh, Keanu, I brought him to the bed. He has a disease. He's going to be it's a kitten forever. <laughs> and it's like, I, like, I chuckled at that. It was kind of funny. Was that like them setting up a sequel? No, was it, no, or, was that just, or was that just them like hand waving the fact that the cat Keanu. hadn't grown up in like six months? Probably. Yeah, probably. Is that what it was? Yeah. Probably. Oh. How much does a cat grow up in six months? Pretty uh, a lot. Oh, a kitten like that will grow very quickly. That's why. But was that supposed to be a six month period? The, no. the, they come up with a title on screen, right? Like it was like six months later. Yeah. Uh, and that, and then she says it's gonna be he's gonna be a kitten forever. Yeah. And I was like, got oh, it. okay. Okay, got another it. hand wave, and it was cute, whatever. Right. And then the movie sort of ends with them sort of in prison, uh, you know, sort of leading the pack. So like, sort of consequence, but like, not really, not really, not really. Because it seemed like at that point that they were like running the prison a little bit, right? Like, so again, there's no, and I'm not look. <clears throat> we keep saying things like no consequence, and I agree. And then I have to step back and be like, it's still comedy but then I step back further and I say the thing that was before is like well it didn't quite work and that's why we tear it well here's the problem with picking at it no but here's the problem it's not it's not it's not that there's no yes there is no consequence but there's also no joke right you know what I mean like like the 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 consequence in a comedy should be that there is a payoff for a great joke and and then great comedies have jokes that resonate beyond the comedy itself. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's some truth to it or yeah. or there's something, you know, amazing True. amazingly prof- like to me again, Shaun True. of the Dead. The 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 thing that makes Shaun of the Dead work uh, Shaun of the Dead work as a film, as a comedy is that there's these two idiots who are best friends who are trying to save each other from the apocalypse. Right. The joke is, the, the the thing that makes that film great is that you realize through the course of the film is that these two people like love each other. Sure. Right. And 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 the 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 events of the film bring them closer together. Right. And he really, you know, like he really like comes to term with like how to make his best friend part of his life. Right. And that's like that's a it's it's a joke that's funny but also resonates. You know, like it gives right. that movie like a beating heart that works. Sure. And this film, I feel like Again, the cheap way would be like the beating heart has to be about how Clarence helps Rel through his his inability to hold down a relationship. He's like a grown man who's like smoking pot on his couch and and like, you know, like fails at his relationship and and is a little sad about it right. and the cat comes in to save him. And you know, there should be something that again, this is the bad pitch, but there should be something about that that kind of holds the film together to make it a movie. Right. But there's not, you know, there's nothing like that. There's a lot of starts yeah. and not a lot of finishes sort of in this movie yeah, for things that they, they set up. But yeah. speaking of finishing, let's go to final thoughts. You kind of did yours real quick. Yeah, we'll yeah. do yours and we'll do mine. We'll let Chels finish it up. Great. So do you want, do you have anything? I mean, look, one I, more sentence. I mean, basically well, everything I said, apart from the fact that I really like these guys, I think, you know, Key and Peele are great. And I, and I, and I think they're the thing that made their TV show so great was that they were so aware of what films do. You know, like they were yep. so knowledgeable about yeah. what makes a film work and how they can kind of like deconstruct it in an interesting way. You know, like a substitute teacher is basically stand by me flipped on its head. Uh, sorry, lean on me flipped on its head. Right. I was right. going to say, what? Yeah, yeah. And and so it's disappointing that Keanu, which I think was kind of supposed to be like the action movie flipped on its head, just kind of wasn't. You know, it was kind of just so. Like, what should people see it? I gotta admit, I would have a hard to, no. I I'm, I I would see it. The only way I would well, see we it, know you saw it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I would recommend seeing it. I wouldn't even recommend 
buying it like on iTunes, I would just recommend waiting until it comes to Netflix. Okay. It's that kind of movie to me. Um, I mean, I'm going to say I, I, it's so interesting now because I, I would say go see this movie. If you like key and peel, there's enough of him there and you add the cuteness of this insanely cute cat. Like th- this movie lives and dies on those three things. Yeah. Key peel kitten. And if you like those things, you'll probably right. like it. Yeah. And I also think I just want, and I don't think that they're going to have a problem. They have such a fan base. I'm, I don't think they're going to oh, have they're a, g- a problem to do a second film, but I'm hoping that this movie is enough of a like push or a jumpstart of people being like, okay, you got to do it our way first or whatever. And then they can go with it. Like, I don't know how it played out, but I want them to break out. I want them to break out of this. And this movie isn't a bad time at the movies. It's just not going to be something that enters into your lexicon of like greatest comedies of all time. Yeah. Even if they're your favorite on-screen comedians of all time, it's just yeah. not going to happen. So go see it, support your boys. It's, it's, it's a fine time at the movies and it kind of has enough for everyone in a weird way. Like even just like, cuteness of the kitten or like certain right. references back to key and peel sketches. But at the end of the day, it's not a great film. It's an okay film that kind of falls apart halfway through in yeah. my opinion. But Chelsea final two, word, right. Meow. Right. Two, meow. Two pause up. I give it. I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, I damn it. I'm sorry. Like, no, that's okay. I was going to say, I was like, I give it, well, if it's two out of four, a pause, which I guess it would yeah, be fair enough. I guess I give it two pause up because I agree with a lot of what you said, Matt. It's like it does hinge on liking Key and Peele and or Cats. And truthfully, I feel like it <laughs> even more so hinges on liking Cats because as, as a person who loves Cats and Key and Peele, I don't think I would have been because like we were saying, like Key and Peele didn't like sparkle the way they like usually do. So, yeah. yes, if you love Key and Peele, you can a little bit look past that and be like, mm, but I still like them and they're trying. You almost just like you want to support them because yeah. you like them yeah. even if it's not like that fun. But for me, it was almost, I mean, that was disappointing. You're like, oh, God damn, Kim Peel, what's happening? But the parts where the cat was on screen <laughs> delighted me so much. Like, I don't know if people in the theater loved or hated me and the friends that I went with because anytime the cat was on screen, I mean, just, <gasps> oh, oh. Ah, like we were just like making insane noises and just like oh, so, kitties. So you're a big Garfield fan? I, I, I'm oh, I am a huge Garfield fan. I'm Jim Davis's daughter. But anyways, point being, yeah, I think unless you're a really big, I think being a cat fan would like pull you through this movie more than being a Keen Peel fan. So yeah. I think unless you're as insane of a cat lady as me, <laughs> just... Uh, yeah, you want it to be like What Hot American Summer, where you leave like quoting every scene, and you just won't. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a shame. And I like, and I do like. I know we made the joke about a feline in a leading role and all that stuff in the beginning, but I do like cat people tend to get shit on quite a bit yes. when it comes to the pantheon of pet people. Very upsetting. Like, because I think all three of us are cat people, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I love. I mean, cats. I love dogs too. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But, yeah. but like, I just people. It's socially I get acceptable mad. to like love a dog, love a dog, and to dislike a cat. That's yes. like what's socially acceptable. But it's not socially acceptable to be like, oh, I'm just not a dog person. That's like you will be murdered. You know what I think is interesting about cats is they become reflections of you, of the the owner. Mm-hmm. And I think or the, sort of the person even that they're interacting with. So sure. I feel like people I, I, this is just some armchair psychology for me <laughs> since we're it. talking Go about on. this. People that really hate cats like oh, cats are the worst. I think those people somehow see something in themselves when around the cat. That's because so dogs. Did you just yeah. purr? I <laughs> because dogs, dogs have their own. Dogs have their own sort of like 
personality that then like bends to their sort of master's will where cats you have to sort of work around it and I think they show they sort of make you reflect a little bit more because they don't give a fuck in a weird way. I just think people who don't like cats are insecure. I've always said and that. That's, yeah, that's sort of <laughs> the, what really I'm talking about. It's really fucking true. Yeah. And you can email me uh, or you can find me on all social media platforms well, at the Chelsea White if you disagree. But I'm telling you, if you actively, you can just like be like, oh, cats aren't my thing. But if you're a person that's like, I, I hate, hate cats. cats. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, you're self-loathing and you're insecure. There you go. <laughs> so think about it. We should do some more cat. Like we should do a cat <laughs> movie podcast. The and only like, movie yeah. podcast about, about cats, cats <laughs> movies. No, because I just, I mean, like IMDBing movies with cats and like did you know that there is a movie with Alan Page called Ghost Cat? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did really? actually. Yeah. Because I people, haven't seen it, but I know. People send shit like that to me. Oh, that's what I was like. The the amount that I was excited for this movie, I can't I lost track of how many this was people your Star Wars. sent me the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how many friends like texted me or emailed me the trailer for this and were like Chelsea. <laughs> so yeah, I think that also I was so ready for it to be just Awesome. The best yeah. movie I've ever seen in my life that I would quote for the rest of my life. That the fact that it was like, mm, yeah. I'm glad I was drinking while I was watching it. Aww. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Chelsea, where can people find you oh when you're God. not talking about kitty movies? Well, when I'm not talking about cat movies, they can watch me talk about cats on the internet. <laughs> um, I have a web series called Show Me Your Kitty. I sing that song so often. Oh, it makes me so happy. I was like, show me your kitty. Show me your kitty. And then I and then I become obnoxious husband. And I like grab my wife. I'm like, show me your titties. Show me. Yeah, of course, that makes me so happy. Though. I feel like the biggest compliment I've ever gotten. I've had lots of people who don't like cats be like, I hate cats. I can't stop watching your damn show. I'm like, you're welcome. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's at showmeyourkitty.com, and then you can find me on all social media platforms at the Chelsea White and um, the Chelsea White. Yeah, and look for Show Me Your Kitty. It might be coming soon to show another to another movie? outlet. So we'll see. Am yeah. I might be getting another life. Don't uh, lose yeah. your shine going I, to yeah. another format. If you're gonna do Show Me Your Kitty the movie, it's got to be bigger. It's yeah, be big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's got to be at least two cats. No, I have faith. I have faith that your vision of cat love <laughs> will power faith. through. Check, faith, out, faith. check out Matt and Zoe's episode. If you yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when she was uh, doing parkour, if yeah, I remember she correctly. Yeah, doing parkour. She was showing up for parkour <laughs> yeah. skills. It was very fun. Uh, Shahir, uh, you can catch me on uh, my website, which is www.shahirdaud.com. S H A H I R D A U D. Has all the links to my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, all my films and stuff are on there. So you can check out that robot music video coming soon. Sure One it is. Day. <laughs> One day. Uh, you can find me at Matthew Kroll. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L.com. Uh, that's my website for my life and works or Skeletor, the number four P-R-E-Z on Instagram or Emperor MSK on Twitter. I have not correlated all of my places right, <laughs> as you have Chelsea I'm it's bad tricky. at social media no, so I'm like you're doing great you're doing great which is also a tattoo I got yeah Chelsea so got an awesome tattoo that says you're, you're doing, doing great. great you're doing great <laughs> you should be well, you're you doing dot 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 great <laughs> great question mark, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah guys this has been the, the only, only pod what the only podcast <laughs> about movies yeah what no, and I was going to say you can you can reach us at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com or on our Twitter at onlymoviepod. Also hit us up on Facebook and leave us an iTunes review if you love us or hate us. Two paws down. What? <laughs> no, two paws up, four paws up, but not like in a dead way, like in a cute, like I'm playing sort of way. Four yeah. paws and a tail. Four paws and a tail, really happy, yeah. <laughs> waving around. This has been the only podcast about Keanu. Chelsea, thank you so much thank for coming on. Thank you so much for having us. We will have for to having have us. Having us. Me and my wine. <laughs> Your Francis Ford Coppola wine. Yeah. She knows how to play it. Uh, let's, uh, let's go with little George Michael. Yeah, I like it. I gotta have. I know not everybody. 
has got a body like you. Oh, baby. <laughs> no, not the, not, the, not the Limp Biscuit version, Chelsea. We'll, That's a big Fred Durst fan. We'll see you next week. Baby. Oh, but I can do it.